This is All of It. I'm Allison Stewart. And on Mondays, we like to get the week started on a positive note with some good vibes. And for the first show of the year, we wanted to serve up some lemonade that came out of the lemons of Omicron, sidelining many leads in Broadway shows. The lemonade is that understudies, swings, and other replacement actors are getting some overdue recognition and love. You may have seen the video of Hugh Jackman publicly thanking Kathy Voitko, I think that's how you say her name, who filled in for Sutton Foster at the last minute as Marianne Peru in The Music Man. Take a listen. Kathy, when she turned up for work at 12 o'clock, could have played any of eight roles. Yeah. Eight roles. <laughs> the leading lady. She found out at 12 noon today, and at 1 o'clock, she had her very first rehearsal as Marianne Peru. <laughs> It's not only happening here at the Winter Garden, but all over Broadway. This is a time we've never known. We're in our fourth preview. We're all just sort of learning. So swings and understudies have not had a chance to learn. They've watched from the corner of a room while we rehearse, while we get to practice over and over again. They just get to watch and write notes. And then five hours before a performance, they're told, you're on. By the way, you've got a wig fitting. Go. So all of these people here, the swings, and I'm emotional because it humbles me. The courage, the brilliance, the dedication, the talent, the swings, the understudies, they are the bedrock of Broadway. Yes. And I want to thank you so part of what is an unprecedented night. Thank you for opening your heart. Thank, so you. Thank you. Be safe. Be kind. Have a great holidays. And remember, always think about the minuet in G. That was Hugh Jackman giving it up for all of the understudies and swings. Since then, Mr. Jackman has contracted COVID-2 and performances of The Music Man are canceled through January 5th, set to return this Thursday, January 6th. New York Times theater critic Alexis Soluski spoke to a few replacement actors about their roles, lives, and reactions in this era. Soluski wrote, wrote, Swings and understudies are the undersung heroes of Broadway theater. Alexis, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. And out there, are you an understudy yourself? We want to hear from you. We want to know what things no, have been like for you. I no? could use an understudy. I think about that all the time, <laughs> that I could use one in my life, that there are days when I would love someone to sub in and write one of my articles for me. No <laughs> So I could doubt. rest and replenish. <laughs> 
Anybody who's listening now who is an understudy yourself, give us a call. 212-433-WNYC, 212-433-9692. Maybe you've been an understudy in the past. Maybe you saw an understudy in a role and you want to give them a shout out and some love during this time of coronavirus. 212-433-9692. Priority to folks who have been understudies or swings on Broadway and in theater. All right. So, Alexis, I want you to to clarify some terms for us. There are understudies, swings, some shows have alternates. Can you explain the difference between the positions? Yes, let's start with swings because swings to me have the most insane job I've ever heard of in theater. Swings are not part of a show night to night, but what they do is they cover up to 12 roles in the ensemble and sometimes a couple of principal roles too. So if anyone calls in sick, they are up there, which means that they have to memorize 12 different dance tracks, 12 different vocal tracks, all at the same time, and hope that they're singing the right note and kicking in the right place. Um, a term that a swing taught me that I really adore is that when a swing goes on, the other people on stage know to, quote, shove with love. And that's how you help the swing get in the right position, you know, come on at the right time, exit at the right time because I cannot imagine keeping all of those eight counts in my brain. So those are swings. There are two kinds of understudies. There are backstage understudies. Those are people who come just before the performance starts and they wait until the people that they cover have made their last entrance and then they can go home. They may not go on any night. Ensemble understudies are people who have a small part in a show. Perhaps they're high kicking it in the ensemble, but if someone in a principal role is out, they may then step in and a swing would cover for them. Alternates are people who take on a role maybe a couple of times a week. We saw this during Hamilton when Lin-Manuel mm-hmm. Miranda had an alternate so that he could have a little bit of a break. And there are also standbys. And standbys are people who cover only for a principal actor. And like a backstage understudy, they would have to arrive before curtain and stay until that principal actor has made his or her final entrance. Of the people that you spoke to for your piece, how did they view being a replacement or an understudy? How do they feel about the gig? Some of them described some difficulty with it early in their career. No one gets into this job because what they really want to do is wait backstage. You get into this job because you want to be on stage. And so sometimes the stress of not going on is really difficult, especially when you see all your colleagues going on. But A lot of them said that they came to really love it and that sometimes when you're doing a show eight times a week, it can get a little settled. It doesn't feel as fresh. And the job as an actor is really to keep it fresh. When you're a swinger and understudy, it is always fresh. You will always Mm -hmm. feel like this is your first time doing it or this might be your last time doing it. And you have all the energy and you can give that to the other people in the company. So, and many of the swings I spoke to said that they had really come to love the challenge and knowing that what they do is something that almost no one else on Broadway can do in terms of keeping that many roles in their heads at any given time. Our phone lines are all lit up. Let's go to Beth on line one calling from Inwood. Hi, Beth. Thanks for calling all of it. Hi. Thanks for having me. Tell us about what you do. Uh, I am a wardrobe swing, 
Um, so any of the dressers who are out, I cover them. Depending on the show, I'll learn all the tracks. And a lot of the choreography backstage is just as tight as the choreography on stage to get those real fast, quick changes done. Um, and when I do have an actor, but at least when I'm off stage, I get to look at my notes. Um, <laughs> and when I do have an actor swing on stage, I make sure that I do everything that I possibly can for them so they're comfortable and uh, and set up for success when they're out in front of the eyes of the audience. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for the work you do. Let's go to Stephen on line two, calling in from New Jersey. Stephen, you were an understudy? I was. I did uh, understudy on Broadway for Beauty and the Beast. What was the experience like? What was what was exciting about it? What was, well, was scary? It's an amazing experience. Uh, the the people that work on Broadway, first of all, are the top 1% in their craft. Mm. And it takes years of, of getting comfortable in very uncomfortable situations. Uh, that coupled with learning several roles at one time and being able to go on in the middle of a show, at the end of a show, at the beginning of a show, uh, five minutes before, uh, ha- before the show starts, is uh, something that you get become very comfortable with. Um, and the work that goes into it is constant. Uh, besides the eight shows a week and the rehearsals, when you're at home or just walking to the theater, you're literally running through one of your tracks to make sure that you're ready to go on at any moment's notice. Uh, so, so it takes a very unique and special person to swing a show, to dance captain a show, to understudy a show. And uh, that's, including, of course, the people who don't do that. I mean, they are mm-hmm. very special. Being that top 1% of your craft is, uh, is an interesting thing because you think about all the top 1%, which is basically 500 people. Right. Uh, you think about the top 1% of any corporation or company or industry and the amount of uh, what they gain from that, from being at that level. And we mostly gain the accomplishment sure. of doing it. Thank you so much for calling in. Let's check in with Maggie calling in from Brooklyn. Hi, Maggie. Thanks for calling all of it. Hi, thanks for having me. Tell us about you. Um, so I used to work backstage and subbed and understudied in a couple of different backstage tracks. And um, I think people don't often think about how backstage is such a well-oiled machine. And when somebody who is new and only maybe has three performances of following the other person in that role to learn the track, it is really difficult and can sometimes affect everyone's safety. Um, If you're in the way around a set change or something, you can get run over or bump into Mm -hmm. other people and cause a domino effect. Um, it's really scary. And even I did wardrobe for a long time. Um, even twisting someone's tights or not getting a zipper the right way can mess up their performance. And there's so much pressure to not ruin the show in a way that's like, you're not the performer, but you could still ruin the show for everyone else. Um, it's very scary. <laughs> it sounds harrowing. Thank you so much for yeah. calling in. My guest is Alexis Seleski. She's a theater critic for the New York Times. She wrote a piece called On Broadway, Newly Vital Understudies, Step Into the Spotlight. So, Alexis, there was a little bit of controversy 
around understudies for a moment. The Hollywood Reporter published an interview with Charlotte St. Martin, president of the Trade Association of the Broadway League. And in the interview, she sort of laid blame on certain understudies for some of the cancellations. It was super controversial. She had to, to backtrack. What kind of reactions did she read, receive for her comments? And did you have any sense of what that was about? I will say that the reaction was very swift and it was very thorough, but in a strange way, a lot of it was lovely. If you followed it on Twitter, what you saw was a lot of people who had been swings and understudies stepping up to talk about how essential their work was. You saw people who were still swings and understudies saying the same thing. You saw a lot of threads from fans talking about all of the understudy performances they had seen and how amazing those understudies were. People will keep lists of favorite understudies. And that's something that I've observed in my years as a theater critic. When I was a kid and theater was a special treat, something I only went to maybe once or twice a year, if I got those slips in the program that someone wouldn't be performing, I always felt a little disappointed. Like, oh, maybe I'm not seeing the best. But Then I became an adult who went to the theater five times a week, and I started getting really excited when I saw those little slips because I knew that I was going to see someone superlative because understudies and swings don't get hired unless they can do the work so excellently. And so um, that sort of comment that I think was not thought through was uttered hastily, let's say, best case scenario, Mm -hmm. I think really was able to shine a light on the work that these people do and the work that they do sometimes without any dedicated rehearsal, sometimes not even in costumes that have been tailored to fit them. Because if you go on in previews, there probably hasn't been time to rehearse or fit you. And so there you are having learned the script yourself, having learned the dance yourself, having learned the songs yourself, and they still kill it. Let's go to Beth in Brooklyn on line six. Hi, Beth. Thanks for calling all of it. Hi, Allison. Thanks for taking my call. You're on the air. I um, I saw the Lehman trilogy last week, and the role of Meyer Lehman was being played by Aaron Crone, who subbed for Adam Godley. Um, Adam Godley I've seen on various things, um, but I, I think what your guest just said about being disappointed when you see that there's an understudy, I think that's like my knee-jerk reaction from years of seeing theater. Um, and in this case, I feel like what Hugh Jackman said made me really excited. I was like, oh, wonder if this guy's at any rehearsal. He knocked it out of the park. He was phenomenal. I, I want Aaron Crone to be like in bright lights as a headliner. <laughs> because he was so physical. And the way he just embodied that role, I just didn't even remember Adam Godley was even on there. Thank you for calling in and showing him uh, some love. Let's go to Andrew calling in from Ridgefield, Connecticut, online five. Andrew, thank you so much for calling all of it. You're on the air. Hey, thanks so much. Uh, so, yeah, I swung my first show on Broadway, which was How to Succeed in Business with Matthew Broderick and later John Stamos and Sarah Jessica Park and Megan Mullally. Um, so as a fresh out of university 22-year-old, it was trial by fire, and everything has been easy since. I've performed in a lot more Broadway shows and tours and whatnot. Now I'm a director and choreographer. I choreographed Allegiance on Broadway, and I'm uh, up here in Ridgefield right now directing and choreographing a show of my own. And uh, because of that sort of trajectory of my life, I mean, my respect for swings and understudies and standbys, and, you know, within swings, there's universal swings. There are vacation swings that are a whole other ball of wax. 
it's just, you know, it takes a very special person to do that job and uh, it's not for the faint of heart. So yeah, it's, it's an incredible experience and I think every performer should have to do it at some point. Thank you for sharing your, your experience. We really appreciate it. Let's slide in one more call. Larry on line one. Hi, Larry. Thanks for calling all of it. Hi. Hi. Um, I uh, was a major understudy or major minor understudy. I mm-hmm. understudied both Mail Rose and Forbidden Broadway in its height uh, in the 80s. And then I was uh, the understudy for Peter Gallagher and the Halprints flop a doll's life <laughs> and then i understood the george hearn on sunset boulevard and if any other actor around is listening my age they're gonna say boy is he still around and yes i'm still <laughs> around <laughs> uh the uh the doll's life experience we were out in la and my my wife was uh, expecting our first child and we would go to the beach because uh, during the day when we the rehearsal process had stopped and we were we would go to the beach and as an understudy we really they really had not put us into the show yet uh, because there was just so much work to do on the show understudies were the last things that they would deal with and uh, we went back to the beach from the beach and she would drop me off at the theater and the yeah, Amundsen and uh, mm-hmm. And everybody was standing around the call sheet, uh, the sign-in sheet line says, Larry, you're on. And that's how I found that out. And I didn't even have the time to get the sand off of me. (laughs) Um, When I went on for Hal, uh, for uh, George Hearn and Sunset, uh, I'd only had like two understudy rehearsals because I had just gotten into the show as with Elaine Page. And, And I would watch the show during, you would rehearse and then you'd watch the show and then you were in the show. And uh, and and George's big scene with uh, yeah with the young man um, he would always bend bend over the bed uh, as this room garret room would come on stage and I said oh, I don't want to bend over like that because I want to make sure I don't jerk with the, the movement of the the piece coming on stage so here I am and this is when I sing my big song the greatest star yeah. of all. And as I came in, I got hit with a sandbag hanging down from the fly. Oh, no, Larry. Nobody had ever put that in the notes, stage manager's manager's notes, uh, that uh, you should bend over. uh, Oh, my. Or they just forgot to tell me. So. Well, Larry, I hope uh, I hope you recovered from that. Sounds like you did just fine. And what a gorgeous voice, by the way. I also want just a quick shout out from a musician on Broadway who got the call two nights ago at 7.07 to go in and cover for someone who tested positive. So musicians matter, too. We should say that. Alexis, before we go, any last piece of information you want people to think about when it comes to understudy swings and alternates? I just want them to know that if they see that white slip of paper in the program, please don't be disappointed. Please be excited. Please know that these people have gone on often with an absolute minimum of preparation and resources and that they will absolutely crush it. The name of the piece is On Broadway, Newly Vital Understudies Step Into the Spotlight. It was written by Alexis Salaski. Alexis, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. And those are today's good vibes. A salute to the understudies.
There are so many global events and happenings to look forward to and be aware of in 2022. The Winter Olympics, India's International Kite Festival, the French election. Masha Goncharova joins us for a special review preview to discuss her list in the New York Times, events to gently shake or rattle the world in 2022.